0: Let's go through a couple of these studies together and I'll give you some analysis. This first one says GW501516, a non-genotoxic PPAR delta agonist. Now that's interesting, non-genotoxic. See there's different ways that the body can get cancer and in my opinion the worst way to get cancer is if something is genotoxic, if it's going to actually mess with your DNA and therefore forever. All of your DNA is going to be messed up and your body is going to be creating unnecessary cancer cells it's going to have to be combating against. So at least their GW501516 is not genotoxic, which means it's cancerous for other reasons. It was assessed for its carcinogenic potential by daily administration orally. To these rats for a period of 104 weeks. Males were given either 0, 5, 15, or 30 milligrams per kilogram per day for the first six weeks, and then they increased the dosage after that. So they ended up for the most of the study with the dosage for the male rats of 0, 5, 20, and 40 milligrams per day. So kit per kilogram. So they had some rats were on a low dose, some rats were on a high dose. Well, all the dosages were ridiculously high compared to humans. Females were given 0, 3, 10, or 20 milligrams per kilogram per day for the entire study. GW produced test article-related neoplastic findings in multiple tissues at all dosages, which means that there was tissue growth. They're not saying at this point whether it's cancer or not, but there was tissue growth all over the body as a result at the end of two years. Increased mortality was seen with females given GW at all dosage, and uterine endometrial adenocarcinoma contributed to death in a high proportion of these animals. So it looks like the females are more vulnerable, even at the lower dosages, to the GW than the male rats were. Neoplasms considered test article-related occurred in the liver at dosages of greater than or equal to 10 milligrams per kilogram per day. So that means that there was like liver cysts or liver growth that wasn't necessarily cancerous, Uh, but there was cancer in pretty much every other part of the body. The urinary bladder, transitional cell carcinoma in males given 20 and 40 milligrams per kilogram per day. The thyroid uh, cell adenoma less than or equal to three milligrams per kilogram per day and carcinoma in males at greater than or equal to 20 milligrams per kilogram per day. The tongue, the stomach, the skin, the hardyrian glands, the ovaries, the uterus, so pretty much everything at super mega high dosages was riddled with cancer growth. In the second study, again with mega high dosages, they did 104 weeks, they did zero, 10, 30, 60, or 80 milligrams per kilogram per day. Survival was decreased at dosages of greater than or equal to 30 milligrams per kilogram per day, which means that it actually killed the rats at 30 milligrams or above within two years. Not all the rats, just some of the rats. Neoplasms, which is that growth of tissue that's not necessarily cancer, occurred in the liver at greater than or equal to 30 milligrams per kilogram per day, and adenoma at greater than or equal to 10 milligrams per kilogram per day. And the stomach got cancer at all dosages, so as low as 10 milligrams per kilogram per day. But remember, these are rat dosages, and in order to figure out how it applies to humans, we have to look at the human effective dosage, the HED. Now there's a bunch of different math equations you could use to find this out. But since this is a drug that's administered orally, since we are going to assume that the rat's body weight is 250 grams, I'm going to use the calculation from NBI, which I'm going to put in the description below, that says you take the milligrams times 637 ths which comes out to 0.162, to find the human equivalent dosage. So at the very lowest dosage that caused any problems in these studies, which was 3 milligrams per kilogram, which actually didn't cause widespread cancer in the rats. It was the higher dosages above 10 milligrams that caused the serious problem. But let's just say out of an abundance of caution and an extreme safety, let's go to the lowest dosage, three milligrams per kilograms. That's 294 milligrams for my body weight. We multiply that times 0.162 assuming the rat weighs 250 grams, that comes out to 47.6 milligrams. So I take 20 milligrams. So this is two and a half times the dosage that I take that started causing problems after two years a period of time. So even knowing that, even with the equivalent dosage, I'm still going to take carterine because I still feel safe about the benefits outweighing the risks. Anytime that I'm taking a drug, I'm considering benefits versus the risks because any drug that's extremely effective has risks with it. Otherwise it wouldn't work. Like a lot of the herbal supplements over the counter, they're just sawdust. Most of the stuff in the nutrition stores, it just doesn't work. It's just a complete waste of money. Well, as you get into more and more effective drugs, the more effective the drug, the more potential side effects. Usually the more risk that you could use it incorrectly, the more risk it could cause things like cancer, death, or serious bodily injury at irresponsible usages and irresponsible dosages. GW is an extremely powerful... Powerful drug, And so it has extremely far-reaching implications in the body as far as side effects as well. That's why for my personal usage, I choose to cycle it. I choose to stay at 20 milligrams per day. And doing that over the last 10 years, I still don't have cancer. Neither does anybody I know who has been using it for that long. And we could go on the forums. If someone had died from cancer from GW, we would know it by now because people have been using it for 10 years. And I bet there's someone out there who's used it as a mega high dosage chronically for a very long period of time, and we still have no anecdotal evidence of any humans getting cancer from it. That doesn't mean that you aren't susceptible to it. Just because I take something and it doesn't hurt my body doesn't mean that you aren't vulnerable to it. One out of a thousand people one out of 100 people even, is going to have a susceptibility to certain side effects or be more susceptible to death or serious bodily injury from any number of different supplements. Even look at DNP, for example. 100,000 people by now, at least, worldwide, have used it to cure obesity and lose fat without any major side effects, and yet we have a handful of people that have died from it. So you have to understand, anytime you're going to put a chemical in your body, you're taking a risk that you're one out of those thousand people. Be swell and swole, my friends of freedom, pioneers of human evolution. If you're not already subscribed and you don't want to miss out on cutting edge content on the daily, hit the subscribe button.